Hi, hey. you're listening to Ask, ask Your Dad. Dad. Don't oh, ask yeah. me why. This podcast is named that. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. give out advice for free. For free. We're not trained yeah. professionally. Period. And you're gonna listen. 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 Because we're your dads. <laughs> You think Harriet Tubman was walking around with a nice shiny dress on and a motherfucking crown on her head when she was taking slaves? Do an explosion noise, please. <laughs> to freedom! <laughs> to freedom! <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> Hi, my name is Herman. And um, even a broken clock is right twice a day. Hi, I'm Kanadi. I'm on Jose. You know what they say. Jose, make the hoes say. I don't know. And you're listening to Ask Your Dad, the podcast that um, is just like your real father in that it's here sometimes, it's here today, it's gone tomorrow. (laughs) Okay. Talking about stuff. I'm going to get some milk. (laughs) (laughs) Screaming. Today we have my friends, my coworker. Uh, love of my life, fruit of my loins, <laughs> Kanadi, here on the podcast today. Kanadi, do you want to tell the people a little bit about yourself? Um, I'm Kanadi. Um, I'm from Raleigh. Um, I am 28 years old. Wow, I had to think about that. <laughs> I'm getting up there. Once you reach a certain age, it's just like... It's just like, wow, okay, <laughs> life. <laughs> it's just happening. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you want to know. Like, okay... Um, have you ever been on a plane? Yes, I love a plane. Me too. I love a good plane trip. I love going on vacation. I love going out of town. Like I love all of that. When was your last like juicy vacation? Mm, juicy vacation. I went to Texas with my boyfriend. Ooh. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, so I went to Texas with him, mm-hmm. and we literally didn't have enough money for a round trip. So we just did one way, and we was like, we'll figure out the rest. I've done it before. That was the worst. I've done it recently. <laughs> <laughs> I was sweating in that airport when on the way back home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just about to be a Texas baby for real. It's like actually... <laughs> incredibly stressful <laughs> you buy a ticket late and it's like there is a chance that they won't let me on this plane <laughs> there's a chance that i just need to go back home and pack it up right and what made it more stressful was i took a uber to the airport so i left my bags in the back of the uber oh. and literally our plane was um going like we had to be uh there like 30 minutes in 30 minutes so i had to like get in contact with uber like yeah i left my bag in the oh, trunk no. so yeah it was a lot it was like a movie we had to run we had to run through the airport it was just crazy uh-uh. and i forgot how to run so that was a lot well hopefully um this podcast episode will not be as stressful as that experience no hopefully it'll just be a girly fun time i love that for us i love it for us as well um me and kanadi as of sunday october 8th we are the only two people black people who work at the place that we work i think hold on am i erasing anybody no currently that is the case <laughs> we're the only two left and so <laughs> 
<laughs> not left like it's the apocalypse. It is. <laughs> it's like a scary movie. <laughs> <laughs> These are the end times. I swear. But I feel like I connected with Kanadi very early on. And mm. I appreciate her. She's fun. She's smart. She's kind. She is important. Okay. Um, And I thought she would be a great stepdad on our wonderful show of Ask Your Dad. Uh, we are in the first segment of the show. It's been a while. So in case you forgot, the first segment is the Man Cave segment. We're just talking about life, talking about current events, things that interest us. And something that interests me is that I eavesdropped on Kanadi the other day saying... That she very much enjoyed Miss Dojanique Katamaran's album. I and I would like to hear your honest review of said album. Tell me what spoke to you about Scarlet, it's called? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, I don't know. Like, I feel kind of like I had to pray before I listened to it <laughs> <laughs> and after. But overall, I feel like Doja is like very underrated. And it's like, I feel like she's underrated because as far as like the creative aspect, she doesn't get enough flowers. Like when, like she's, cause I used to be those type of people. Like when she used to get rewards over or, you know what I'm saying? Like win awards over people and stuff like that or whatever. They'd be like, why? Doja's not this category. She's not. She definitely is. Most definitely is. She's a very versatile artist. Yes. And not a lot of people think that. Mm -hmm. And she is. But what I mostly liked about the album was it wasn't just like one, like one style. You know what I'm saying? Like she switched it up many times. But my favorite song is... Shut your, I think it was shut your, yeah, shut your goofy ass up. Because I say that like 10 times out of the day. So I just love hearing shut your goofy ass up in my head, you oh, know? That's so cute. that's my shit. And then I love, of course, paint the paint the town red. Mm-hmm. That is. It's something about. <laughs> And then it's gonna be stuck in your head it's all true. day. I think the only songs I've heard from the album are Paint the Town Red, mm-hmm. Attention. And then I have not sat down to listen to Agora Hills, mm-hmm. but it's Me everywhere either. on the internet. Yeah, but see, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't like that song. I don't think you're the target audience for that song. There you go. Yes. And I, and I feel that, and yes. I know that, but I, I gave it a try, though. I did. I definitely gave it two times a try. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I don't know, maybe, maybe three times might be a charm, but... <laughs> It's a no. It's a skip for me. It's a skip. Mm-hmm. The whole album, unfortunately, is a skip for me, just because mm-hmm. I have a rule with Miss Dojanique. and I love how you announce her. Is that? <laughs> I just saw a tweet. What I think it was a tweet or an Instagram post or something. Mm-hmm. Somebody call her Dojanique with Catamaran, Ooh. and I've never stopped. That's not her name at all. That's, That's not the <laughs> inspiration behind her name. Her real name is like um, Amala or something. Mm-hmm. But just hearing Dojanique Katamaran yeah. just really touches something in my brain. And, and so it, now that's all I can call And it her. hit different. It hit different, <laughs> yes. It was very funny. I don't know. It's like, and then also too, like, I was not really a Doja fan. I mean, I'm not a Doja fan now. I just, I I give people their flowers mm-hmm. when needed to be. Yeah. And so I'm not a big fan of her, but I really was against her when all this stuff about social media and stuff like her like you know 
being very racist and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's giving, it, I was raised by white people. There you go. And it's giving, I want to be in a cult. So it's just kind of like, she's weird. I think, and, yes. Yeah. And I didn't like that. Yeah. But. She makes good music. That is her, her redeeming quality is that she makes good I music. I swear you said that in the most best way possible. <laughs> because yeah, it's like, that's where she gets the pass. But mm. everything else is just like, it's a no for me. Yeah. It's. She's currently catching fire for wearing a Nazi on her t-shirt. Yes, I just saw that. Which is completely purposeful. Yes. I think that she, and she's kind of literally said this. I think she wants to be canceled mm-hmm. because she wants to be able to prove that she could be the most unlikable person in the world and still, and still chart, mm-hmm. which to me is a little dark spirited. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> it's just like, what do you get out of this? <laughs> Because you come out the uh, you come out the studio with a a bomb ass song, and then everybody's outside the studio with pitchforks like your Shrek, get off me swamp, like, and then you're just like, yeah, I did that, like, girl, no, nobody think, likes you. I literally think it's just like an ego thing. She made this whole video talking mm-hmm. about like we need to stop having parasocial relationships yep. with celebrities. She said, which to a degree I agree with her. Yeah, because. Beyonce is like one of my favorite artists of all time. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing about Beyonce is that we don't know anything about her life actually. And I love that. She does not. That makes me love her more. Exactly. She shares with us the most curated version of her life. Yes. And we just make all these assumptions and have all this fun. And never once, I think, even with the Blue Ivy stuff, yes. when people were being terrible about Blue Ivy yes. when she was born yes. and she looked so much like her dad and people yes. were being like, this is an ugly baby. Yeah. Baby look like a baby. Mm. All this stuff. She never really spoke out about it. Yes. She just put it in the music. And I love, and you know, and I think that's why everybody really loves Beyonce because she's the most like artist that's like, and it's crazy because it's like a people, I hate hearing people say that Beyonce's overrated. I feel like y'all are overrated because (laughs) at the end of the day like if you see how this woman puts her blood sweat and tears in anything that she does anything that she does any project any album any song like she gonna she gonna do her big one that's true and it's like it's not no oh i'm just going on stage like no she has to outdo herself and she's been doing that forever in her career like over 20 years now. yes so it's kind of like that's why we put her in a pedestal that we put her in. Because mm-hmm. y'all have to understand, y'all artists could never. She does not have to do interviews. Does she does it? not have to release singles. And that's the crazy she thing. Could just she could just album. be like, you know what? I'm going to drop my album today. Mm-hmm. And then literally don't say anything. And no promo. And I'm, and I'm like, did Beyonce just drop something? Literally. And then it just it goes crazy on the internet. Literally. And then she's just sitting at home. With her three kids, like, yeah, with her feet kicked up, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I did that. Like, Unfortunately, I have to transition, and I hate that I'm using this as a transition. Okay. This makes me think about a certain other pop superstar mm-hmm. that the girlies love to pit against Beyonce. And I do not agree with those. I do not think they're even on the same battlefield. Yep. But one thing that I am sick and tired of seeing on the internet this week is Miss Taylor Swift and her little football boyfriend. And you know what? Okay, I'm going to hush. Because, like, no, I'm not going to hush. Because the thing <laughs> is... I thought about it. 
I will say what's no, on my mind. No, because I think I will say something. Like, I feel like Taylor Swift definitely is not in the same battlefield and never will be in the same battlefield as Beyonce. And then I hate it because I saw something on Twitter with her performing or something like that. Mm-hmm. And someone was like, your Beyonce could never. And I was just like, not Miss Taylor Stiff. Could never or would never? Taylor Stiff. <laughs> Could could never Beyonce girl vibe like I just Very I don't silly. know and it's like Taylor has some bops so I'm not even like I said I give artists their their flowers you know what I'm saying like I do give credit when it's due but it's just like it's not in the same category it never be in the same category and I am tired of seeing her and her man because it's like that's all Taylor's career consists of is her with this man that man this man that man and it's just like I just. Don't understand it. It's, you know, here's my thing about Taylor Swift. I actually used to be a Taylor Swift fan. Ooh. Back in the country days of Taylor that's Swift. That's Back in her first two, three albums, mm-hmm. I used to, me and my sister used to go up for, I hate that stupid old pickup truck, you never let me drive. We, hey. used, to, we used to be bumping that song. <laughs> Picture to burn, get out of here. But I get out what of here. really, stu- this, and this is the same thing with Dojanique Tamaran. Yep. I was, I... I damn near almost bought the Planet Her vinyl. I really love that album. That's my mm-hmm. favorite Doja album. But my problem with Doja, and I used to say, Doja, if you say something annoying, you do something annoying, I just will not listen to whatever album cycle you're on. Yeah. And next album cycle, we'll try again. We'll okay. see if you we'll see if you could do better. Exactly. But now it's been down like three, four album cycles, and she's still doing stupid stuff. Exactly. And so I'm like, I got to take a step back. And that's what I had to do with Taylor Swift as well, because there was a time period. Mm-hmm. Where she was very white feminist. Yeah. And she was just all of this, yep, 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 speaking mm-hmm. up, speaking up, speaking up, silencing black women, left and right. Just and I think she's learned since then. She's a lot quieter. Yeah. So I don't have a lot of negative shit to say about Taylor yeah. Swift. Because she now she is in a phase now where she released her music and go. Mm-hmm. It's the fans that be annoying me. Yeah. Taylor don't be annoying me no more. It's the fans. Yeah. Even her little boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, had to go and say, I think the NFL doing too much. Because whenever she come to a game, she on the screen the whole time. Yes, and it's just like, okay, like, pipe down, relax. Yeah, yeah. They came, we came here to watch football. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> coming from Not me. Not Miss Taylor. Coming from me. We came hey, here to watch football. No. <laughs> <laughs> we turned on the Super Bowl to watch Rihanna and then left and looked, went in the kitchen for the rest of the game. <laughs> Woo, Rihanna! Oh, the game's back on. <laughs> no, literally. The whole first half of the game, I was making my, uh, I was making my corn dogs, my Korean corn dogs. My friend Sadie Ooh, and Ariane. Are those good? They're pretty good. Okay. They're pretty banger. Mm-hmm. My friend Sadie and Ariane were watching the game. It's funny because they're both queer. Mm-hmm. And I'm queer, obviously. So it's <laughs> obviously. Just like, it's just like funny to see like these two, like at the time, femme presenting people mm-hmm. that are like invested in the football game. Yes. And then me in the kitchen <laughs> cooking. Rihanna on yet? <laughs> <laughs> Supper's on. <laughs> I made y'all some snacks before cheese, halftime. Cheese and crackers? <laughs> No, no, because that's me. But see, I try to be a little invested in the football because I know that, you know what I'm saying? Okay, this is what he's watching or whatever. So I'm trying to, you know, get into it. And I'll just be like, you know, every now and then try to say my little one, two, like, I know what's going on. Like, oh, they're going to get the ball next, huh? And like, you know, but mm-hmm. I really don't know what the fuck going on. Real. So it's just kind of like, you know, I, I, I like the vibe of the football, like, especially Super Bowl. Super Bowl is a vibe. But. I'm there for the snacks, in the in the good time, and the entertainment, and the liquor, and the liquor. <laughs> Speaking of mm-hmm. snacks, entertainment, liquor, 
the next Super Bowl uh, performer is going to be Usher. And I love that. I think it's kind of a slay. I think it's going to be my redemption era. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm going to go to fucking Vegas to watch Usher at the Super Bowl. Yeah. But I think it's going to be my redemption era because last year I could have watched his full set mm-hmm. in D.C. Because he was at the festival that me and my friend Sadie were at. Mm. However, the thing about festivals, and I've been to now two festivals. I have to. Dreamville. Once you get toward the end of the day, like you can't. I don't think festivals are made for people who enjoy a lot of artists. Yes. Even though that is like the point of a festival. Yeah. But if you're really trying to see everybody that you yeah. need to see and you hopping around to get everybody, yeah. by the end of the day, when the headliner's coming up, you fucking tired. And you just want to sit there mm-hmm. and just, everybody sit the <laughs> fuck down yeah. and let's enjoy the rest of this damn show. Yeah. Because I done been to this stage, that stage, yeah. this stage, that stage. I've been on my feet all day. Yeah. I just got I just got some food. I stood in the line for about an hour. I missed about two artists. Yeah. But I'm here. So let's just all just enjoy the last bit of time. Like, um, when I went to Dreamville, uh, boy, Dreamville is a vibe. I love Dreamville. Mm-hmm. I, I recommend everybody go to Dreamville because Dreamville is fun. But the only thing that I did not like about um one year, we had to go, we had to sit up there. Um, and you know, like when they see the person that's headline headlining that they really want to see, mm-hmm. it starts getting crowded. Yeah, everybody and pushes it pushes. In. Yes, mm-hmm. so. Everybody wanted to see Little Baby. So we were just like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be like uh, somebody on the other stage that people are going to want to see versus Little Baby. So that will give us a little bit of breathing room. Right. Oh, Moneybag had something for us. Oh, Moneybag, gosh. yo, performed. And he had about a good 20, 30 more minutes left. And he said, fuck that. I came to do my one-two Y'all enjoyed the rest of the show. So we stood there for an hour waiting for Little Baby. Oh. Just because Moneybag Yo ended his set, set way early. Early. So that was just like, if you, if baby, when you say somebody was over it, mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody was, I was just like, you know what? Let's just go home. Mm-hmm. But it made up for it last year. Last year, Drake. Baby, I would have stood there for two hours waiting for Drake. Oh, God. I love me some Drake. Mr. Drake. <laughs> I love Mr. Drake. You don't like Mr. Drake? I, you know, I guess there's a theme to this fucking episode. Because Drake, it? Taylor Swift, Doja Cat, they all fall into the same category of me where you make fun music. Yeah, I enjoy your music, mm-hmm. but you talk too goddamn much. And you know what? Recently, though, he's getting very sassy. And I he's don't like that. Annoying. And it's like... As a man, stay in a man's place. And I feel like he don't know how to do that. He don't know how to stay. I think a lot of celebrities, men Mm -hmm. specifically, Mm -hmm. once they get in a certain tax bracket, they just start getting real... Messy. Real sassy. Real messy. And it's like, again, back to Beyonce. And then your insult is always, oh, uh, you're broke. Okay, bitch, I know that. But you make money Mm -hmm. off of us. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of like... Okay, relax, because yeah. I can humble you if yeah. I wanted to. If we really wanted to humble y'all, we could humble you. You saw that? You saw that? Um, that clip of him at one of his shows, and he was like thanking somebody named Megan. Yes, and, and not Megan. Not stop. that Megan. And that's literally what I was talking about. Where he's just sassy, like he don't know how to stay in a man's place. Because I feel like whatever you have against Megan, and I feel like that with every celebrity, whatever you feel like towards Megan or whatever, it's just it's it's terrible that. 
you what put her down as much as what she's done went through. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like silly. If it, if it was anybody else in your family, mom, sister, or whoever that was going through that same thing, and you see them, everybody belittling that person or whatever mm-hmm. on the internet and dragging her, like y'all would feel some type of way. Literally. Oh my gosh! If I talked about that whole segment, like people would just be like, "Wow, Kanadi!" But I really stand on Megan Thee Stallion with that whole situation. I love her so much, and you know what? She get into the bag. She, a movie that she's in debuts next week. It looks very silly, but it mm-hmm. looks like Megan will be the star of the movie. It's I called love that for her. It's called Dicks the Musical. Ooh! It's basically the Parent Trap. Okay. But it's like two grown ass men trying uh-huh. to get their parents back together. Okay. But Megan is their boss. Oh. It looks like it will be very, very mm-hmm. silly. I've seen a clip of her smacking the shit out of one of them. And I know that felt good. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you you know, it's gonna be a silly good time. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and Ashley are going to see it on Tuesday, so I will let you know how yeah. it is, how it okay. goes. Yeah. Um, Alamo. You know I love and you know what's so Alamo. crazy? I went past Alamo earlier, and I said, "Wow!" I said, "I need to go to an Alamo movie again because that right there is a vibe." Like I see why people love going there. I it was fun. So By the way, they took me to Alamo, and they turned me out. Like they really like. They gave me a good time. All my coworkers. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Alamo Draft House is a movie theater. It's here in Raleigh. It is a chain, but it ain't. It ain't in all 50 states. <laughs> you gotta be in a cute little city to get a little Alamo draft yeah. house. You know? Um, I think it started in Texas, and so it's like slowly mm-hmm. growing. But even in California, there's only an Alamo. There's Alamo in LA, and there's Alamo in San Francisco. So mm. even in even in bigger states with a lot going on, you, you still, you hard-pressed. But Miss Raleigh, North Carolina, yeah. we got an Alamo draft house. Yeah. And that is... Um, and it'd be a full house. It'd be calm. a full house. <laughs> I have been to a few movies at Alamo Draft House though. There wasn't a lot of people, but I also be mm-hmm. going to Alamo mm-hmm. real late in the night. Oh yeah. But it's because I have I have a membership. Mm-hmm. And so I pay them like twenty dollars a month and I get to see movies for just a dollar. Are you serious? Yeah. And so oh. and so there's sometimes where I'm like, mm, I haven't seen that many movies this month. Mm-hmm. I don't really got time to be going on the weekend. I have weekend plans or whatever. So I'm yeah. like, let me see what's popping on Tuesday night. Yeah. Let me see what's popping on Wednesday night. And I just be in the theater at 9.45 a.m. And I'd be like, That's dope. Give me my bottomless popcorn, please. Okay, you better come through with the Alamo promo. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, Alamo Draft House, pay me. Mm-hmm. I've considered just doing like a cute little Saturday, Sunday working at Alamo Draft House. No, you should Because I'd be in there all the time. Yes. I'm like, I feel like I can run this shit. I feel like I could really run I this really shit. do. I can see it. <laughs> Especially you done took so many cute pictures in there. Like, yeah, you definitely giving promo for Alamo. <laughs> okay. They just they've just treated me nice. I've randomly gotten free posters when I go to Alamo. They mm. always just surprise me. Mm. There's always just something nice. And they're definitely place. a vibe in there. Like it's, they're, it's a cute little place. Yeah. They I love the workers, how they dress up like with the themes and I stuff know. like that. That's one good. time me and Stacy went for uh the newest Spider-Man movie, mm-hmm. Across the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. And somebody dressed up as as Miles Morales, like the, the black Spider-Man suit. Mm-hmm. And they was walking around doing like flips. And I thought it was like somebody just coming to watch the movie. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> you no. grown, your grown ass decided to come dress <laughs> okay. for the movie. I was like, oh, that's cute. Speaking of speaking of grown ass, um, there's a, a Spider-Man um, around Raleigh. 
and he, and he rides the bus, and there's just a lot of stuff going on. But yeah, it's giving Atlanta crackhead vibes. Oh, he, like he's dressed as Spider Man. Like on the bus? he dresses as Spider Man. Yes, and I think he wears the outfit every day. Oh it's, no. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? We need to get him a new one. <laughs> we need to give him a bath. <laughs> we need to get him some options. Batman. <laughs> you know, Spider-Man got, a, in the video games, Spider-Man got a lot of suits. He does. So need to, we need to make a little donation fund. Yeah. Give him some more suits to wear. <laughs> but yeah, people people have been talking about it. He's going viral. Like, he's just a Spider-Man. He just walks around Raleigh with a Spider-Man suit. Real. Yeah. I don't know where he's swinging from in Raleigh, <laughs> North Carolina. The trees. <laughs> okay. Spider Man swinging from the trees. Shoot. Branch to branch. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to take a quick little break. Um, I used to say we'll take a quick break to pay our bills, but we ain't got no ads right now. So okay. <laughs> reach out if you want to pay your boy. Um, we're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, we will give some advice to the masses. Ooh. All right, y'all. We are back. Like um, in a U.S. election. Um, like crack in the 80s. <laughs> ooh. Strong one. What's a... <laughs> we're back like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. We are here for the titular segment of the show, Ask Your Dad, where we give some advice to some people on the internet who did not ask us to give them advice. Um, I love that for us. <laughs> if, you, if you would like to ask, you could send an email to justaskyourdad at gmail.com. Or you could DM us on Instagram or Twitter at AskYourDadPod. Anyway, we're going to jump right into our little segment. Normally, Kanadi, we give fake names to these people. Mm-hmm. And we usually pick like a little naming theme mm. to kind of unify all of them. Okay. I think it would be cute to give them all stripper names. Ooh. How do you feel about that? I love a good stripper name. Okay. We're going to give yeah. them all stripper names. Um, get the juices flowing. If you can think of any fun names, uh, the first person who we are going to help today, mm-hmm. hopefully we help them. Uh, <laughs> this person is asking a very crazy question. I, I say we just jump, jump, jump out, jump to the deep end. Okay. Um, they're saying, their question is, should I, they're a 25 year old woman, mm-hmm. have sex with my friend, Oh. 26 year old woman who's engaged and about to get married. I'm going to get into it, Ooh. but I want to call her cha-cha. I'm gonna call her Diamond. Diamond. It's giving Diamond, it's giving Diamond. A, a stripper named Diamond activity. Okay, Diamond. Yeah. Diamond. It's Diamond. Okay. Okay. Cha Cha was yeah. I like Diamond Cha Cha. <laughs> That's what they call her in the streets, but she just known as Diamond. <laughs> you know, she inherited the name, so that's okay, how we. There we go. That's how we, we we say like, oh, it's that Diamond. It's Diamond Cha Cha. But it's Diamond. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Coming to the stage. Diamond. All right. My friend who's about to get married asked me to have sex with her again because she's afraid she won't get to experience lesbian sex again once she gets married to her fiance. So my friend recently visited me and she asked me if I would like to have sex with her again. For context, we've been friends since we were 12 or 13 and had sex and fooled around when we were in high school. We never had romantic feelings for each other and we were never in a relationship. She's been engaged to her fiance for five years and they're getting married in December. I know they love each other and they're very happy with each other, but she just confessed to me that she misses lesbian sex and she would like it if we did it one last time before she gets married because she doesn't want to cheat on her husband. Mm. Pause. Leave a little note there. A little asterisk okay. is going to go right there. Boop. We'll come back when I'm finished reading. Okay. I don't know what I should do. 
I did really enjoy the times we had sex and would love to experience that again. But I don't know if this is the right thing to do in this situation. Mm. I know her fiance fairly well, and he's not the type of man to be open to threesomes or let her explore sexually while they're together. Reddit, please tell me what to do. Okay. Back to that asterisk that I was talking about. Okay. So she says... She doesn't want to cheat on her husband. Yes. Quote, unquote. And that's a red flag already. Here's the... Would this not be cheating on your husband? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Because, first of all, you're in a whole relationship. Mm-hmm. And you're asking this person, which is... That's your friend. And I and that doesn't make it any better. You're asking your friend, look, let's just have one one rendezvous. One more. Woo, 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 woo. For, the, for the old... For good old for times. For the old times. <laughs> and it's just like, baby, that's not the mentality you're supposed to have when you're supposed to be walking down the aisle... And giving your hand in marriage for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. like, that should not be your energy, baby. You should have did that out the way before you said yes to this man when he got on one Literally. knee. So, I feel like, no, you shouldn't. Yeah. But I also feel like that is very stank ho-ish of you, Diamond. Because, like, if you, this is my thing. She said the keyword cheat. And I feel like, baby... If you feel like that, then I don't feel like marriage right now is for you. Yeah. Because if you don't feel like you got everything out your system by now, then you're never going to get it out your system. That's fair. And it's like, you can, you can still, you can still have, I don't know. Like, I just feel like, I just, I don't know. Here's a, like, I think. And Diamond said this. Diamond said that she don't think that the husband, he, she thinks that he's the type of guy who wouldn't be like down for like yeah. three sons or open relationships. That's not, Diamond, that's not a problem for you. Mm-hmm. That's a problem for her. Mm-hmm. She should not be getting, if she thinks that she's like, if she's bisexual or whatever, yeah. and she thinks she's still going to want like to be hooking up with women, yes. even if she wasn't bisexual, even if she was straight and she was like, damn, I'm really going to miss mm-hmm. dick from other sources. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's a conversation that you have with your partner. And you say, hey, I know we're about to get married, but is the door completely closed? You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like, like, don't get into a marriage where you feel like that you have to hide who you truly feel like you are. And yeah. I feel like that's who she truly is. I feel like that 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 gay bar or whatever, like, that's what she want to do. By all means, no judgment zone. That's what you want to do. But at the same time, too, your husband who you're, or your fiance, who you're about to get married to for the rest of your life, that should be something that, a conversation on the table. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to be miserable. Yeah. Because you're going to be keep thinking about what if, what if, what mm-hmm. if, what if, what if. And that's not how you're supposed to start off a marriage. It's true. And Diamond, on your end, this is your good friend. Mm-hmm. You're not just going to stop being friends after they get married. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to be going to, you know, baby showers, all this stuff you're gonna be showing up knowing that your poom poom and her poom poom were poom pooming together. I'm talking about bumper cars. Yeah, and, and you, you just know, gotta now. Now you're a liar. And let's say she a right, cheater, you a liar. Let's say that you know you like look you got, you got kids down the line and stuff, and you're like you know what I need a girls' night. Let's have a girls' night, and you get sloppy drunk, and you looking at Dominic, and she looking at you, <laughs> and as they you know it's a rumpa pum pum. Up in them bumba dum 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 coochies. <laughs> Rumba dum bum bum coochies. Rumba dum dum coochies. As you said. Yeah. And then and next thing you know, you're cheating. 
So it's just like you might as well just not even do that. Diamond, like don't even include yourself in this. Yeah. And definitely, like you said, have a conversation with your husband. Yeah. If anything. Hope <laughs> that yes. So so Diamond is the one who wrote this. She's the friend. Yeah. Do you think that she should tell her friend this stuff that we're saying? Or yes. she should just say, like, no, I'm not interested? Or should she also have this? I think that's a good friend. It's I mean, like, because I can't sit here and say if she's not interested. Because, baby, from what she... If she over here telling us, asking us for advice, she's interested. She's thinking about it. She definitely she's got it in it. the back of my head. That's true. Yeah, I just want to do a little rendezvous. There. Let me strap on my little bubble car. But, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think she definitely needs to... Have a conversation with a friend and like, look, you need to ask your husband. Yeah, you need to let him know what his mentality is. Maybe the husband's gonna be like, yeah, I don't care. You know, or maybe like a lot of niggas don't care when it's girls. But see, but you should still have the conversation about it. Yes, but I think you would be surprised. A lot of guys would be like, oh, that's not cheating. Yeah. And, uh, and now also, a lot of guys, too, do think that's cheating. A lot of guys, yeah. you know what's crazy, what I've learned? And it's crazy because I used to think that. I used to think that guys love threesome. Mm-hmm. Recently, oh. I found out that guys do not like that. They don't like that sharing shit. Yeah. They do not like the thought of sharing their woman with another woman. We're in the sassy era where men are more open about their feelings, which Very. is a good thing. I mean, it's a good thing, but then also it's kind of like, I feel like, too, we're in an era where they feel like it's kind of, I'm trying to think, like, it's kind of, like, backwards. Like, they they, are, they feel comfortable with cheating, but then oh, they're also, like. But it's like, you shouldn't be empowered to do the same thing. There you thing. go. Yeah. 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 They're kind of, men are kind of, like, selfish in a mm. sense. Chloe has a great song about this. Oh, I love Chloe. I'm a cheebag. Hey. Find another woo from the hood with some tats. Then throw it back. Maybe then, baby, you know how to act. I want to give Chloe her flowers because she did her thing on that show, Swarm. Ain't it Swarm? Oh. I binge watched Swarm one day on a on a mental it health day. Crazy. And I should not have done it on a mental health day because it did not clear my mental it health. It was crazy, right? That's a crazy show, indeed. I loved how it ended, though. Because I was just like... I like the ending. I hated the ending, but I loved it. Because I was just like, wow, I would never watch this shit again. <laughs> <laughs> Season two, never. No, yeah. I because, definitely said, yep, I watched that. And I'm putting it on the shelf, packing it up. But it was the good ending of like, yeah, this was great. I'll never watch this again. <laughs> I was just... And, you know, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Swarm, it just pissed me off that she finally found someone who was, like, down for her and support her. And she still killed that bitch. Okay, first of all, Paul, she looked good as a as a uh, stud. Yeah. Did she or did she not? She looked she look good. good. She looked good. She wore that stud good. Dominic Fishback, you, you ate that. She ate it up and left no crumbs. Mm-hmm. Okay, I love, I love a good uh, little afro, mini afro. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's all we got for you, Diamond. We on to the next one. Um, would you like to talk about a coworker? Mm-hmm. Would you like to talk about a man trying to spoil a girl? Mm-hmm. Or would you like to talk about a work trip or working on a trip? Let's talk about coworker. Okay, let's that do sounds coworker. interesting. Let's do coworker. Um, we need another stripper name. Mm-hmm. Let's go with um Chocolate Thunder. Chocolate Thunder. Okay, that sounds like a man stripper. Oh, it is a man stripper. That's okay. That's okay. No, 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 no. Hold on. Let me get. Let me get a delicious. Ooh, I like delicious. Mm. Delicious. Delicious. There's. That's how my little brother said. He's been like delicious, list. 
there's a friend that me and my friends from high school, if they're listening, they're going to know who I'm talking about. There's mm-hmm. somebody who we were friends with who had a had a list. And I kind of have a list, too, so I can't really, really judge. But uh-huh. his was... Terrible. Was strong. Okay. And he would always go... Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> to the, it's at the point now where I can't remember if he said delicious uh-huh. or we did an impression of him and said delicious. And we Can thought you say it was it so... again? <laughs> And we thought it was so funny that we just attributed to him, even though he didn't say it. I don't know. To this day, I don't know. Anyway. Oh, my God. That was funny. <laughs> so this, this, this person, Delicious, is saying, a coworker and I made out once, and now things have been weird for months. How do I go back to how it was before? Girl, you will never go back. <laughs> I'm talking about... It is done. It's like done. the damage is done. Ooh. Wow, what's up with all these? I know all these rendezvous. Okay, <laughs> a coworker and I started to get along really well. We would even hang out sometimes after work. Mm. After a work party, we ended up at my place to drink some more. Mm. I never noticed that he was attracted to me, so it was surprising when we started making out. We were about to have sex, but I, for some reason, stopped us, and he left. Mm. After that, we have a few tense days at work. We talked about it and whatnot and decided we should stay friends and nothing more. Mm. But ever since then, I feel a bit awkward around him because I am clearly still attracted to him on a physical level, Mm. but I'm unsure if he feels the same. However, regardless of if things are mutual, I don't want to pursue anything. We have attended a few work parties now and even attended a conference where we were both pretty drunk, but nothing major happened. Last Friday, we went to a coworker's house and we left at the same time. I got very, very drunk. He was also a bit drunk, I think. And then we started, and then we were taking the bus, and I used his shoulder to sleep and hugged him. And now I feel super ashamed of it, and I don't know if I should apologize for it or just pretend it didn't happen. How do I get back to the point where we only really had a nice friendship going on? Maybe I'm seeing things that aren't there, and I am the one responsible for this awkwardness. What future uh-huh. say? <laughs> Go for that nigga, get it over with. <laughs> Another coworker that is a really good friend of mine told me some people recently that some other coworkers have asked him if he knew me and my coworker had a fling going on. Are my behaviors and attitudes the ones to blame, or are we both responsible for people perceiving it that way? I mean, you did have a thing going on. Yeah, a big thing. So I, here's the thing that really annoys me, okay. just in general. When people have like little love affairs or whatever, and then they're like wistfully looking at each other and they have all of these nonverbals. You think that you just live in a fishbowl? Like, not a fishbowl, like in a vacuum that yeah. nobody see. Like, when you're experiencing something in your life, you think that nobody can read it off of you? I think I, it's very easy to read when people, people have feelings for each other. People can read the room better than you think. Yeah. And they don't say anything. Yeah, because it's, it's not my business. But it's obvious. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, people are good at doing that. And then, okay, I feel like, in a sense, I feel like that, um, what do we call her? Delicious. I feel like Delicious doesn't need to go ahead and fuck him. Go ahead and fuck him. And it's like, and the thing is, I feel like, too, it's never going to go back to what it was. So my thing is, this is, it's going to go one or two ways. Okay. Either she's going to have to fuck him, and then they're just both just going to have to lose feelings for each other, and then it just goes from there. Or either they're just really going to get attracted to each other. And it could be a good thing, you know what I'm saying? But either or, if the attraction is still there for her, she just need to go ahead and stop fighting it and just go ahead and fuck him. Alternative options. Okay. Because <laughs> I'll be with the bullshit. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
No, I'm. That is an option. That mm-hmm. is an option. But I was also just gonna say, like, how close do y'all work together? Like, is it like, yeah, you know, you at a factory and you count the blues and he count the reds mm-hmm. because. If you don't got to interact, then you don't got to interact. Sometimes yeah. it can be like, all right, we tried it. It didn't work. Yeah. But you you seem to want to be friends with him, at least yeah. still, for whatever reason. I don't know why you want to be but, friends but with that's a man. A, but that's the thing. You want to be friends with a man that you're attracted to. That's never going to work yeah. how you think it's going to work out. Because either or, it could be on some like, and even then, like, it could be y'all have never done anything. But you see him showing more attention to another female and that could get you riled up to like oh damn maybe i should you know like press him a little bit more because that's one thing baby i'm a man gonna be a man at the end of the day so it's kind of like not saying that she should like press herself you know what i'm saying for that it's just if you feel like the energy there the vibe is there and you you know what i'm saying like i feel like you should take a risk at that but at the same time, too, if you just wanted to strictly be friends, go ahead and fuck him. My thing is, <laughs> if you fuck him, I'm telling you, like, you're going to see a person in a different light to the point where it's just going to be like, oh, uh, I don't think so. Yeah. I think that she's more clingy than you. Yes, because you know what? She she definitely feels like there was something. Because falling asleep on, on a shoulder, shoulder. That's intimacy. That's wow. That's not that's not a hump and dump situation for you. If you hump him, you won't get stuck inside. Or he gonna get stuck inside. Yeah. I don't think he get, I think you're thinking about this so much, this man has probably not thought about it to the degree that you're thinking about it. And that's why I'm saying just distance yourself. I think that's the easiest thing. It'll be hard for a couple of days. Throw on some Tony Braxton. Mm-hmm. Beat feet. Mm. Get back to work. Go to work with your headphones on. Just be a man about <laughs> it. <laughs> and just get over it. I love when I'm ending a little paramour. I love to make a cute little playlist. Mm-hmm. I love to just be like, here are all the songs that say what I'm feeling. And just listen to that playlist. I'll repeat for a week. And by the end of the week, I'm like, all right, I'm good. Moving on. I think you should fuck them. It's still an option for you. It's there. The world is your oyster and you have so many options. So. <laughs> fuck off. <Okay>. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do one more advice one and then we'll go into the am I the asshole tag. My Ooh, favorite tag. Okay. Um, I think I would like to do this one just because it feels on theme with what we've talked about today. Okay. Uh, one more last name. I think I want to call uh this one Crystal. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> it's giving top show. Yes, this is like she's the main act. She's the one that's like you gonna have to uh put up money before before she comes out. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the one that you can't even get in a private room. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. too classy for that. Way too classy, <laughs> Crystal. And the heels don't come off. <laughs> The clips clap, but they don't come off. (laughs) (laughs) Screaming. Okay. Crystal says, I, she's 23, and her her fiance is 25. I feel like I'm not in love with my fiance. We had a baby almost a year ago, and things were good. But he had a phase where he constantly would call in sick for work and just be lazy and play video games. Mm. And he found out he had diabetes. And he blamed not going to work going on. on his diabetes. And he complains like a high school girl. And it just annoys. Hold on. Maybe not even say yes. 
was a Katy Perry ass line. He complains like a high school girl. <laughs> you PMS. Hey! Like a bitch. I don't know. Hello, Katie. <laughs> His teeth also gross me out. <laughs> Okay, I can tell they're rotting, and he blames it on the diabetes. <laughs> Hold on. I'm sorry. I don't want to bully old man. He blames the diabetes on not going into work. He didn't go into work so he could play video games. But he blames his rotting teeth on the diabetes. I see why you're annoyed. <laughs> I see why you're annoyed. I truly look, want look, to look, I don't him. even know what the question is, baby. Just cheat. Whoa. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Whoa. I'm just kidding. Okay. Baby, just leave him. Oh, the beautiful thing about when it's the fiance stage, mm-hmm. you can slip off that mm-hmm. ring, hand him over, and be like, and beat look, the baby. feet. That's the why feet. I don't understand how people rush into getting married. Like, it's a whole process with that. Like, that's what I don't like. There's a lot of things about like the way that we do relationships that mm-hmm. I don't like, but I do like. Not necessarily like the getting the ring and getting that one yeah. and like the gender of all of it. Mm-hmm. But I do like the idea of the stages of dating. And a lot of people don't like the stages of dating, but I think it is important. It's very I important. think it's very rare to not do all those stages and then have a healthy yes. marriage. I think you, because marriage is being with someone through thick and thin, up and down, all these different things. So if you have and an experience. And people forget that. People, our generation, they think, oh, baby, this thing going downhill. I'm finna yes, go out. Literally. And it's just like, you, when you sign, it's like a death row yeah. contract when you get married. But you have to like the person. You have Even when to. you're in just like regular relationships, mm-hmm. there's you, you'll get annoyed by your friends being like, oh, I hate this and this about my man, yeah. but I love him so much. The pros have to outweigh the cons. Yes. They have to outweigh the cons for you to get married to somebody. Because there will be cons. And there will be cons that you did not expect to come. You got to really love them damn pros. And it sounds like you don't love them damn pros. Yes. It sounds like you you ain't getting a single pro. Okay. All you said was cons. Honestly, I feel like... I feel like marriage... Like, and it's crazy because you see all, like, celebrities and stuff that be given, like, divorce and stuff or be signing a divorce. And it just baffles me that it's like, wow, you were only married for two years or a year or, you know, like, and Mm -hmm. it's just like, you didn't even give your marriage a a try, baby. But then it's like, the same time, too, like, did you really even know this person before you got married to this person? Because society, I think, pushes off, too, that you're supposed to... Okay, have the baby, get get engaged, get married, and be a family. Mm-hmm. And just kind of like, baby, like, you have to know your partner. Yeah. You have to know who you're dealing with. You have to understand, like, and then also, too, where people fail is not everybody is willing to change their bad habits their mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like people are stuck in their ways mm-hmm. and that's hard to deal with because like if you're married to somebody you're just going to have to be with somebody who wants to better themselves who wants to build up build that yeah but sometimes it's hard and 
some people don't see their potential. So that's when it comes to your partner. Your partner's supposed to, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't see your potential, your partner's supposed to help you see your potential. But right. Also, you're supposed to be willing to be like, okay, you know what? You're right. That is my potential. Let me show that. Yeah. But I think a lot of failed marriages come from like, people just be like, this is ghetto. I don't do this. Yeah. Give me the give me the papers. You've got to you've got to want to grow together. Yes. And right now you're seeing some. You're seeing. Some, <laughs> that's literally what I'm seeing. That's literally what I'm seeing. There was a bug flying around. I tried to get it. Oh. Uh, it's like a gnat. Yeah. Grab that shit. Bring that shit out. Yeah, literally. You're you're seeing the problems. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing like. I do think it's worth maybe having a conversation, a confrontation with your husband saying, here's here's the behavior that I've been seeing from you. Here's the correlations that I see. Yeah. Do you see these correlations? Yeah. Are you willing to change? Yeah. And if the answer is no. But see, it's, all, it's so much to it. Yeah. Because I feel like when you're in a relationship sometimes, like it's like, kind of like, I think some people feel obligated to stay. Just off of the strength of because, oh, this person has potential. But then it's like, the person doesn't change. And you're just sitting there with like. With potential. What am I going to do with the fucking potential? You know what I'm saying? And so that makes it hard because you see this person is a good person, but they're not really up to the potential that they're supposed to be at. And it's just like, I think a lot of people fuck up because they stay with that person, not even knowing that. This person needs to be by themselves, actually, to mm-hmm. see their potential. But you, you're staying. You're like a crutch for them. You're a crutch. And you're forever going to be that crutch to that person. Because Damn. they're depending on you. Damn! Kanadi! Right? Am I preaching? You're kind of like, preaching? you're stepping right now. That's crazy. Okay, big step in. Big step in. I'm talking about myself. So <laughs> but no, She seriously. said I'm speaking from experience. I have a doctorate in this, Come, this specific baby. topic. Get, go ahead and give me that diploma, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Let me walk across this stage real quick. I'm screwed. But no, seriously, though, you have to stop being crushed to people. Like, you have to let people understand where they're flawed at. And then also, don't be scared to leave people. Like, don't be scared to leave people where they're at. Because sometimes it's you stopping your potential. You're yourself. Mm-hmm. That's that's all we need to say to you, Crystal. I think that's Damn, all you need. I, that's so crazy because I was like, what the hell was that stripper name? <laughs> and you said it. I got you. You know It's my job. I don't know a lot, but I can remember a name that I made up two minutes ago. <laughs> that's a skill that I have. I love that for you. <laughs> we'll wrap up with a few in my household. I think we'll do like two. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll let you choose. We got somebody uh, <laughs> who called their mama bitch. Oh! <laughs> we got somebody who didn't help a lady in the parking lot. Oh, no. That's like... We got somebody who didn't go to the baby shower. Oh, that's kind of big. I want to see that way. We got someone I'm who... We got a little like messy friendship drama. Somebody was talking to a guy. Somebody else was talking to the same guy. I got messy. Where do you want to begin? You, no, you too. I want to start with the mama calling the bitch. I want, yeah, I want to know why. That's so crazy because I was like, I kind of want to go back to the yeah, bitch. I want to know why you called your mama a bitch, to be honest. That's wild. All right, we're going to call this person. I want to give them another. Is Crystal a drink? 
Is it alcohol? You know what? Alize is actually kind of like Alize. I like Alize. Alize is okay. kind of given. Alize, okay. Mm-hmm. Alize says, "Am I the asshole for calling my mom a bitch?" <laughs> so this happened back when I was still living with my parents. Mm-hmm. My mom and I have gotten along. Okay, that's an interesting way to yeah. describe your relationship. But we always seem to fight more than make peace. Mm-hmm. I always held my tongue in fear of being kicked out or grounded. Yes, they grounded an adult woman still because of my whole my house my rules i mean i know fit. you fucking here's lie. my thing well here's my thing right i think if you are in a position you should be don't get me wrong you should be respected by your parents at all times yes. you should be treated like an adult at all times Very. however if you are living with your parents and you're not paying rent you are not buying anything for the home mm-hmm. you are just living there as an adult. As an adult. I think that there are some rules that you can, at the bare minimum, follow. There's a lot of rules, but yes. Yes. What you said. But I will continue. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, playing devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. As if the devil needs one. He don't. Reminder, everybody. The well, devil don't need no damn advocate. He's okay. loud. Okay. Yeah, loud as hell. <laughs> He'll speak for himself. She also brainwashed me into thinking every guy would eventually cheat on me. Mm. Whenever I got a me new Yeah, mama kind of right. Well, go ahead. <laughs> what? I mean, it's not about you. It's about men. It's not about you. In general. Yeah, it's about men. Hopefully she was saying it from that from that standpoint. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Whenever I got a new boyfriend, she'd always say, oh, be careful. He might be cheating on you. Well, that, that's not the first thing you say, mama. Okay, mama. Mama's talking from experience, ain't she? <laughs> Who says that to their kid? Question mark, question mark, question mark. What finally set me off was when we got into a fight about my bank card. My mom would always be the one to hold on to it because I wasn't good with money. You know, instead of teaching me how to manage my money. Real. Yeah. Uh, She'd only give it to me when I needed gas or food. And she always said I had to get healthy food instead of what I wanted, which was mostly cheesy dinners. No. Baby, I work for this money. I can eat uh, uh, crab legs. (laughs) But she's saying she want to eat TV dinners. If I was the mama, I'd be like, all right, girl. (laughs) I'm going to give you a list. Because you're struggling. Anyway. Not the TV. I'm picky when it comes to vegetables. And any fruit I get, I wind up not eating before its expiration date. Mm. There's this beautiful thing called Mm. a freezer. Okay. Get into it. Freeze that, baby. Buy that produce and throw it in the freezer. Get into it. I was like, my grandma got a whole separate freezer for all that, baby. (laughs) I eventually had uh, enough and wrote down my card information on a piece of paper so I could buy what I wanted. The ghetto. Which had to be done online, but still. Mm-hmm. When my mom found out, we got into a screaming match, and I couldn't hold back anymore, and I just called her a fucking bitch. <laughs> and yet again, she grounded me, an adult woman. Am I the asshole for letting my anger consume me and calling my mom a fucking bitch? You didn't say that in the header. You didn't yeah. say fucking bitch. You just yeah. said bitch. Yeah. But anyway, by the way, I still haven't apologized to her to this day. I don't know how long it's been. I'm trying to be kind, because I don't know people's circumstances. Yeah. Some people come from a family dynamic that's not very communicative and everybody's doing the best they can but the best that they can is not very good yeah and so you might be you might be the latest generation and generations of not great parenting and not great resources and this is where we are today which is what it sounds like to me from what i read Mm -hmm. um two things can be true your mom can be looking out for you and your mom can also be holding you back Mm. There's a time 
there's a point in your life where you have to decide, am I my own person or am I going to carry the bad parenting practices, the things that were left out from my parents? Mm-hmm. And I say that to say, you're, you, you've established your mom did not teach you how to manage money. Mm. YouTube is available. Yes. School is available. Yeah. There, I hope there are other adults in your life or other people that you know who Friends. have handled money who you could ask questions to. I think it's about, I don't know how old you are because you could be like a smooth 19. Yeah, that's what it's given. <laughs> you could be it's a smooth given, 19. It's given 19. But there's a point where you can like continue complaining about like what your parents didn't give you. Or you could be like, all right, with what I do know, I'm going to figure out this adult shit out. Yeah. And I'm going to make my own path. A lot of people got to do it. They've been doing it for centuries. Yeah. Bad parents have been bad parents for centuries. I gotta say, it's just the truth. It's unfortunate, but it's true. Back to your mama. Oh, I wouldn't ever call my mama bitch, but that's just me. <laughs> I'm talking about this. I couldn't even get the book out. <laughs> if I get the book out, I'm getting smacked. But even like, even if I didn't, even if I wasn't gonna get smacked to call her that, mm-hmm. there's nothing my mom could do. She might get a cold look from me. She might get a end call from me, but calling my mom a bitch is a, is it's extreme. It's that's very that's extreme. on some like next level shit. Mm-hmm. I've I've always and don't get me wrong, like coming from when I didn't have me personally, I didn't have a good relationship with my mom in high school. So it's like it was just certain levels that you did not touch, and that yeah. bitch word. That's that's the ultimate level yeah. that you do not cross. Yeah, you can call your daddy whatever you want, but I'm talking about daddies. Is, is no <laughs> limits. <laughs> you can call your daddy whatever. The I'm fuck talking you about like. bitch ass nigga. Fuck you. <laughs> but moms, but but moms, that's the person that carried you. Yeah, and that's and that's a wild that's a wild job to do. Yeah, bringing you into the world. Yeah, cause she could have just wore you as a, a vest. <laughs> She could have, she could have just put you through down the hole, down the hatch, mm-hmm. but she didn't. She carried you, and she let you be on this earth. Mm-hmm. So that's one word, and I feel like "bitch" is the ultimate like insult. Yeah. So, if anything, you feel me? Call her whatever, witch, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But but bitch, that's yeah. crazy. That's wild. Because it doesn't but, sound to me. That your mom doesn't care about you. It sounds and, like she cares about you. And that's what I was about to touch yeah. on. I feel like what you were saying was a thousand percent right. I feel like, in a sense, it sounds like that her mom does care about her. But at the end of the day, like, coming from experience from me, like, I feel like I was in a household that I was very, very much sheltered. Mm-hmm. And that's a big problem. That becomes a big problem yeah. because when, you when you're when you're sheltered, and then you go out in the real world, and you're like, "Wow, like it's a whole nother world that I wasn't even taught. I I don't even know what to do in this situation. I don't even know what to do in this scenario because my mom never taught me this. What what right. would happen in this? Situation. She just shielded me from it instead of yes. explaining why and how. Yeah. Yes, and I feel like what you said when you were like the communication in the family. Like I feel like generational. Like that was never there. That was never because they're they're taught like oh i'm gonna tell you how to do this do this do this do this Mm -hmm. but i'm never gonna explain why i'm doing this for you Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like i feel like in a sense she needs to break generational curse it's true because 
if she if she keeps allowing this situation, she's just going to get angry. She's going to resent her mom, mm-hmm. and then it's going to be like a whole thing of like. Well, she does get her family like oh, we're not we're not going over my mom's house. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's just like or ish. or like a step further, you're gonna go and have kids. Mm-hmm. You were so sheltered. Now you're like my kids can do whatever they want. Yes. They can go run and they can go do whatever they want. And then the opposite thing happens. Yes. They in the streets. They do all kinds of stuff. And they're doing crazy things. And you're like, wow, this is out of my hands. I don't even know what the hell is going right. on with my kids. And that's that's not good. Yeah. Because I would rather be more involved in my kids' life than not involved in my kid's life Mm -hmm. like being the only one who didn't know and i ain't gonna hold you like as kids there's a lot of things that you did hold from your parents like shit it's some shit i take to my grave i'm not telling my mama you know what i'm saying but it's like at the end of the day like you always want to have that relationship i feel like i'm more like i have a better relationship with my mom um now as an adult versus when I was in high school and I feel like if she is 18 19 whatever may be the case I feel like she's only going to have the better relationship that she wants from from her mom excuse me is when she either moves out on her own or she just takes what her mom like take full control of her life and I feel like baby like financial problems baby you're gonna have the you're gonna have to break that out of you like that's gonna have to be something that that's not taught to you you're gonna have to teach yourself because that's that's just something that you're you yourself is just gonna have to do like you you can't rely on somebody to teach you that you know what i'm saying like that's just something that just you're gonna have to teach yourself so yeah Yeah. stop eating them damn tv dinners I'm talking about um not she putting um the mac and cheese and the chicken nuggets and the uh, penguin chicken nuggets in the microwave for two minutes. That's cute for like you you going to work. I I'm not even gonna hold you. I've eaten them TV dinners at work for lunch. For work for lunch. Because I know at when your I go job home, where you get your checks your money. Because I know when I go home I'm gonna have a better meal. Yes. I just need something quick in my stomach. Yes. To move on. You so, talking about? Breakfast, lunch, dinner. You eating TV dinners? That's wild. I can see why your mom got a little. Baby, get you some eggs. Learn how. Uh, girl, go from there. That's step one. Learn how to make some eggs. You mm. can do a lot with eggs. I'm talking about when I first learned how to eggs. Boy, I was in the kitchen. Like you, you hungry? You want some breakfast? <laughs> I know how to make eggs. <laughs> <laughs> no bacon. No pancakes. Look, eggs. I didn't even know if you wanted them scrambled. I ain't knowing about nothing else. I'm like, yeah, I'm making them scrambled. <laughs> I'm screaming. I don't even know if you want to fry hard. I don't know nothing about that. I just know scrambled, scrambled. baby. Yeah, that's my default setting. <laughs> then it was bacon. Ooh, boy. I still haven't made bacon. But I'm not a breakfast girl. That's why. But you know what's crazy? I kind of got out of being a breakfast girl. Like, I just, I'm skipped to lunch. Because mm-hmm. when I'm up for breakfast, I mean, honestly, in the morning, I'm not a morning person at all. So it's just kind of like, I will starve myself throughout the whole morning until lunch and then that's when i'm like wow a pizza sounds good right now <laughs> really? i will eat cold pizza for breakfast i don't like cold pizza i love cold pizza i gotta pizza. heat it up a little bit a little yeah mm, i don't know and then i eat it with a fork a fork yeah. oh you're a different type of breed um very special <laughs> <laughs> a fork a fork so you just break it up in pieces yeah go 
Mm, Papa John's hitting this one. Mm. Mm. Yum, yum, yum. All right, one more Am I the Asshole, and then that'll be it for the advice segment. Mm-hmm. I hope we helped you, Alize. Uh, you need more help than, than we can provide, I gotta say. Baby, just move out. Just move out. Okay, we're gonna do this baby shower question. Mm-hmm. Am I the asshole for not wanting to go to my friend's baby shower? We've talked about weddings, baby showers. We've, we've done all of life's events, all of life's special moments today. You're an asshole for not going. I don't even know the situation, but go ahead. Oh, my God. Let's let's call them... Um, what are we gonna call them? Oh. Damn. Okay. We'll call them Belkalees. That a stripper name? That's Cardi B's name. And she was a stripper. Really? Yeah. Who was it? Belkalees. You don't know that's her name? I did not. Yeah, that's her name. Belkalees. And her sister's name is Hennessy. Well, yeah. Hennessy. Yeah. Hennessy is a great stripper name. Yeah. Yeah. Hennessy is fine, by the way. She is fine. Cardi's fine, too. But Hennessy... That's true. She be eating. Okay. So, Belkalees says... Belkalees. Am I the asshole for not wanting to go to my friend's baby shower? I feel like even bef- since before all this stuff happened, she's been the same way, but I've been trying to be nice to her. So long story short, my friend met a guy on Tinder, and they got married not even a year into knowing each other. We re- we really are on theme this year. Anyway. Um, <laughs> a lot of sad marriages going on, but go ahead. <laughs> she ended up pregnant, and about two weeks after she found out she was pregnant. Wait. Hold on, hold on. Let me read that sentence again. Some of y'all, we need hooked on phonics. We need to go back to. We need to go back to writing class. Really, the biggest thing, and this is the biggest advice I can give to everyone because I forget to do it sometimes too. If you remember back in school, you would write an essay or you write whatever, and they would say proofread. That's a portion of the writing process is proofreading. We forget about it often. Literally just one little quick read through, read it out loud. If something don't sound right, be like, mm. you don't even have to know grammar that good to be like, that don't sound right. Yeah. You know, on Reddit, you know, it's Reddit. So y'all don't be doing that. Yeah. And it'd be making it hard sometimes to know what you're trying to say. But anyway, let me read the sentence again. So long story short, my friend met a guy on Tinder and they got married, not even a year into knowing each other. And then like two months ago, she ended up pregnant. What it says after that is, send about two weeks after she found out she was pregnant. So is it two months or two weeks? Because I'm confused. (laughs) I'm conflicted. Anyway, she found out he was cheating on her. The whole time they've known each other. Okay. So she kicked him out, and they're now getting a divorce. She's having a baby shower. This is her second child. I'm assuming you're saying her first child is four, almost five years old. You didn't say that? But it's what you meant to say. Mm-hmm. And both they're both boys. Mm-hmm. Ever since before all this happened, I would ask her to hang out. And nine times out of ten, she would never respond back. So that means she didn't want to. Then she has the nerve to always text me asking me to help her with things like redecorating her house or help putting something together. But when I would ask her, she, would, she wouldn't answer only if she, only if it was something she wanted to do. Now she's having a baby shower inviting me to go with her, but I feel like I don't even know if I should anymore because I'm not feeding into doing things that she wants me to do, but then she never does anything that I ask her or invite her to do. I do feel sorry for her that she's pregnant, single, and her soon-to-be ex-husband cheated on her, and it is a very horrible situation, but she shouldn't have to make people feel bad by using that as an excuse or to feel bad for me ploy. I, is this your friend or not? Nah? Because honestly, <laughs> you're talking cash money shit. <laughs> And you 
whole bunch of this has I'm nothing to do. So much, so much of that story has nothing to do with the point. You get what I'm saying? Because all you had to say was, she's having a baby shower. She never responds to my text or invites me to go out. She oh. got kids already, so yes. I know she'd be busy, but she yes. don't respond. You didn't have to say she got married, well, cheated on. I want to know if this girly has kids. I want to know if... Bel Belle got kids? Say it again. Bel Calise. Bel Calise has kids. Because if she doesn't have kids, she will never understand how it is when you have kids already and how busy it gets. Like, I'm talking about, I have friends that have kids, kids. Like, up to three. Yeah. And they, they will respond to me when they need to respond to. Because but there's an immediate need in front of them. There you go. Everything else is secondary to that. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like you have to be that kind of friend where you're understanding, where you don't sweat like, oh, she didn't text me back or she left me on red. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to have strong, you have to have strong mm-hmm. like bones. And also- if you have a friend who has kids and you want to spend more time with that friend, mm-hmm. you can always be like, hey, girl, I'm swinging by the house. I brought so-and-so for the kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's hang out. And that way you're less stressed because yes. you have somebody else in because the house with you. Nine times out of ten, the friends that you have that have kids, they don't want you to come over because, one, their house is a mess. They're a mess. Like, they're embarrassed by, you know, like, life is life. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like kind of like sometimes... Like even if you just hit that friend up, like, hey, when when you're when you're kid free, let's go out for drinks. Yeah. When you, or either you know what I'm saying like if they do have the kids, hey, I'm coming over, spending time with you and the kids. Yeah. They love shit like that. Yeah. So it's like it seems like she's not really a a friend friend. Like it yeah. seems like she's kind a of a good like, time friend, not an all time. friend. There you go. I feel like she's trying to adjust to okay, like. She got a lot going on or whatever, and she's not being the friend that I'm used to. And it's just kind of like, that's, I feel like in a sense, you're being selfish. Yeah. And I feel like your friend is sitting here going through, like, shit. Kid shit, nigga shit, all the shit. Heavy on nigga shit. Nigga shit will motherfucking put you down. Yeah. So it's just like, you, you have to be there for the baby shower. Yeah. Cause I'm telling you, like, if you ain't there for her any other time, be there for that baby shower. Because I could be so, and that's a thing. It, this happens in Insecure a lot, mm-hmm. where they'll be mad at each other, they'll be beefing, mm-hmm. but a baby shower comes up, a promotion comes up, yep. and they still show up because yes. if I'm your friend, even if I'm if I'm your friend, and I'm not feeling what's going on, I'm, I'm still gonna show up for your wins and show yes. up for your important life moments because. It's not going to be 10 years. We've already like squabbled whatever the fuck. And then we're talking about your baby shower and I have to be like, oh, I wasn't there because I was mad at you. Exactly. Because then I feel like in a sense, like you can't really be my friend because you wasn't there through the downs and the ups. Mm -hmm. You got to be there for the downs. You have to be there. And and also I feel like too, the way she was talking, I feel like she does need to have a conversation with her friend. Like, hey, like, you know, like you, you... I invite you to stuff mm-hmm. and you don't respond, da yeah. da da, Those whatever. Are valid, yeah. Yes. So you don't don't get me wrong, your feelings are very valid. So you have to explain that. But don't go on the internet bashing your friend if that's your real friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I would never. Yeah. My friends, they they have their moments, but don't get me wrong, like, bitch, you tell me, oh, I got this, da da da, I'm there. 
what time I need to be there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So she definitely going to have to reevaluate their friendship. It's true. And it's fine. Yeah. I think it's important to like not hold on to think something that's not working. Yeah. But also if you're going to be there, be there. Mm-hmm. If you're going to say, this is my friend, this is my my girl, my ride or die. There's not, stuff that comes with not that. you a Kiki Kian because she's single and she got another baby on the way. Like that's wild. Yeah. Because, because what turns around and you go through the same shit. Yeah. And she's on some shit like, oh, you wasn't there for me. Da da da. I'm not gonna be there for you. Yeah. Because that's, that's gonna hurt. That can you. happen to anybody. You get what I'm saying? It can happen to anybody. I'm talking about life. Be life and sometimes. Be life and. You be looking like wow, life. You got the nerve, the audacity mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Wow. That'll be it for our um, very on theme <laughs> Ask Your Dad segment. I feel like we was talking to the same person multiple times. Yes, <laughs> I'm talking about, I think that was the same person. <laughs> <laughs> because not everybody got a fiance. <laughs> and not everybody was going through their shit. That's funny. Okay, we're going to take a quick little break again. And when we come back, we'll do my favorite segment of the show, Daddy of the Day. We are here for the finale of the episode, Daddy of the Day, the segment where we give a little love to some men in the world who are not completely terrible. Um, we have a bad habit of shouting out people on this podcast and then them doing horrible, rank, disgusting things <laughs> immediately after. So let's hope that doesn't happen today. I hope Woo! Woosha! Praying. Okay. <laughs> no, but I'm not even joking. Like, for real, that happens. Oh, like, the I'm next week. The next week, but it's okay. We're gonna, you know, mm-hmm. we're up? manifesting yeah. peace and positivity okay. and feminism, and people will be okay. People mm-hmm. will be fine. I have three daddies today. Mm-hmm. Um, my girl Kanadi got two daddies, so I'll go first. We'll do a tit for tat. We'll go back and forth. Yeah. We'll go back Get and forth. Yeah. Well, what can I say? <laughs> I always score. Um, my first daddy of the day is a predictable one. Um, I've recently found out. That they're doing for the first time ever this thing called Love Island Games. So y'all know I love Love Island. Mm -hmm. They basically doing like Love Island All-Stars. So it's going to be like people from all the, from Love Island Australia, Love Island USA, Love Island UK. The like best people, they're all coming together and they're going to compete. And they said they're going to be like a love aspect to it too, but... If I'm coming to compete, I'm coming to compete. If I were coming on the show, I'd be like, I'm here to win money. Okay. Like, I, I already I already came here for love, yeah. and it didn't work. Y'all not going to give me no love. I'm, I'm going to win the money now. The yeah, literally. So I think there's, that's the time that people are going to come on. Anyway, because all of these familiar faces I've been seeing, like the trailers and stuff, and I'm getting excited, I've just been thinking about, like, who are the men from Love Island's past who I've appreciated, who have been stand-up gentlemen? So I'm going to show you a little picture because I know you have not watched. Yes. However. And it's crazy because when I tell you Herman has been on my ass about I need to watch this show. It's just a great show. show. I'm going to watch it though. And especially like, I, and it's crazy because it made it official when I see Kiki Palmer. She loved the violin. And she said the UK. And that's crazy yeah. because y'all definitely talk about the UK. UK also. is just like, listen, yeah. all the violin is fun. Yes. It's a fun concept. Uh-huh. But Love Island UK just got it. it just, they just, it just got it, it like that. No. They it started I, in the I, UK I'm for a watch, reason. And it's on Hulu, right? It's on Hulu. Okay, so I'm gonna watch it tonight. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna text you. I'm gonna yes. Why 
Here's okay. the thing. Okay. If you want to get hooked, mm-hmm. I don't know. This season is one that will get you hooked. Yes. Okay. So the most season ten, okay. the latest season, give it a try. It should get you hooked because there's a lot of black girls this season, okay. and they're fun to watch. They are quite fun to watch, and that's what I'm talking about today. Not necessarily the black girl, but mm-hmm. the one she was chosen by. Okay. She made it to the very end of this past season. I love her. Whitney. Um, she found her man. She found her little piece. His name is Lockin. Uh-huh. And I love Lockin so much. I love both of them together. Look at this picture of them. Oh, they are so cute. They are so she cute. Is fine. She is fine. Whitney is fine. Whitney oh. is pretty. Hold on. I have to find the picture. There's a picture of them that she posted, and then uh-huh. right next she put like a picture of Tiana and Naveen, uh-huh. and it was very cute. It was super cute. Look at them! Oh my god, I love them. Ooh, and she, yes, he is giving. He has just a cute. nice smile. What I love about Lockin, it is very rare mm-hmm. on Love Island mm-hmm. for there to be. I mean, not very rare. Let me not do them like that. But I personally, me, I'm in the stage of my life where I like an emotionally mature man. Mm-hmm. I like a man who's not in the drama. Yes. I like Stay a man. Out the way. If we're in a relationship and I take you to hang out with my friends, I want to know it's never going to be a problem. Yes. Everybody's going to like you. Yes. And you're not going to stick yourself, your nose in places where you don't belong. You're just going to be cool. That's the way that Lockin is. That's the way that Lockin is. And Whitney, when she first got on the show, was coupled up with somebody who was always questioning her. Because she's, she's kind of like a diva. But in a good way. Like, she's just, like, she keeps it real. Mm-hmm. So if she sees some fuck shit happening in the villa, she's going to speak on it. She's going to ask the question. She's going to push it to, to see, like, what's going on to make people be honest, basically. Yeah. And so a lot of times she was in the drama. Mm-hmm. And she was always calm. She was never yelling at people, fighting nobody. But she's going to say her opinion, mm-hmm. you know? The previous guy that she was with was so, like, if you make a girl cry, I don't think I can be with you. If you hurt somebody's feelings, I don't think you could be with and He was always policing her the way he was po- he was a human egg. He was a he was policing the way that she talked, policing the way that she like went around the villa and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This guy, total opposite. Lockin is the total opposite. He's he was the first person who I saw on the show like really step up for Whitney and defend mm-hmm. Whitney in situation where she needed defending. Mm-hmm. And they're still together. It's been a couple of months since the end of the season, and they're still together. I'm really rooting for them. Okay. I really like them. I see Locking, and he be cooking, bitch. Ooh. That's another thing I like in a man if you can cook. And he be cooking, bitch. I, I be saving all them little recipes. I love a man who can cook because, man, you cook this. Yes. You delicious yes i've been seeing i've been seeing all his little recipes he said this is the recipe you need to make if your girl is mad at you i said that will never happen to me but i'm gonna still say the recipe (laughs) for when i'm mad at me i guess (laughs) (laughs) so yeah shout out to lockin i can't pronounce your last name Mm -hmm. it's hard but i love you i stand on to you kanadi who's your first daddy of the day Okay, so I want to give a big, big shout out to ASAP Rocky. I'm talking about that man is, he's beautiful in his own way. Mr. Fashion Killer. But I'm going to tell you what really made me shout this man out. I seen Rihanna got her snapback. And when I tell you, I seen a video on TikTok specifically where he was gazing in her eyes like, Baby, I I will make another baby with you. Like, and I love men like that. I love men who embrace their queens. Like, please embrace who you are with. Look at them 
after a thousand babies, mm -hmm. still look at them the same way you looked at them the first day. And I love that. So big shout out to ASAP. I love, I love a fashion killer. I love, I love a man who will go outside the box. I love a man who will, who will literally let his girl be main character, mm -hmm. but he's the sidekick. And, and you he, never hear him talking about no feelings. Ever. Like, he's not making no damn rap song about how. Never. So yes. Yeah. Anyway. Oh my God. Wait, no, not DDG. <laughs> I love DDG, but we're not going to talk about that. I love him, but he's a troll. He's a he big-ass troll. troll. He just be trolling with the wrong... He do, he do, but I, I ain't going to hold you. I'm a DDG fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no, you're going to be so mad at me. <laughs> okay. Different folks. For different, different folks. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, ASAP, he gets he gets my number one. He's, he's Shout out to ASAP. Okay. My next daddy of the day, a couple of weeks ago, I saw Duran Bernard. Mm -hmm. um, he came to Raleigh and he performed. And we love Duran Bernard. I'm not going to talk too much about him. But mm -hmm. his opener mm -hmm. was this man named Jay Ronell. Mm -hmm. He can sing down. He was giving you R&B. It was very good. I really appreciated him. Um, he did a cover... I forgot what song he did a cover of, but it was like, oh, um, Pretty Wings. Oh, I love that yes. song. He did a cover of Pretty Wings, and I was like, floor. I was like, was it Pretty Wings or was it Women's Work? Ooh. I think it was Women's Work. Ooh. I think it was Women's Work because mm -hmm. I'm thinking about it and I'm like, how was somebody singing all the Pretty Wings? That's very high. Yeah, I think he did Women's Work, and it was very good. I was like, I was very floored. Um, I really enjoyed it, and I just found out this past weekend. Let's give him a dear. <laughs> <laughs> Not Madea. Okay, he did background vocals on Drake's latest album, mm -hmm. the this one for the dogs, or all mm -hmm. of, shout out to the dogs, or mm -hmm. um, dogs in the yard. You know what's crazy? I haven't listened to the album yet. I haven't listened to a Drake album since. Mm -hmm. Uh, since twenty twenty, like. I think the Scorpio one was the last one, like full. I listened to top mm -hmm. to bottom, and I actually quite like that one. I'm gonna give this one a try though. I'm gonna listen, but I haven't listened to it yet. I do want Adonis to get his bills paid, so maybe I'll mm -hmm. I'll give him a stream or two. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. But I shout out to Jeronel. He's like a pretty new artist. He was on that show, The Four, one mm -hmm. of them singing audition shows, mm -hmm. and. I just love to see, you know that, that what they be talking about. They be like, unless you was on American Idol in yeah. 2004, like you you not like getting anything off of being on these shows. Mm -hmm. So I like to see people from these singing shows who can sing mm -hmm. get these opportunities in the industry and like grow their business and stuff like that. And he was so he was so nice. He was like after he performed, he was like, "I'm going to hang out by the merch thing for the rest of the concert. Y'all yeah. can come hang out, take pictures with me. I'm going to just be there." I love that was very cute. Like yeah. That. Like, yeah, just come fuck with me. Like, yeah. I love that. It was yeah. very cute. My, My next daddy is Lakeith Stanfield. Stanfield Wonderland. Not the Lakeith that work at the dollar store. Uh, yeah, no, Lakeith Stanfield <laughs> standing on shit. I just, and the only reason I brought him up because I literally saw um, a movie on Amazon Prime today of him. It is called, hold on, let me get the movie. Let me get the movie. It's called Crown Heights. And it's, um, 
basically he was playing a character that was wrongly convicted of a murder and his best friend i'm talking about it's it's been over 10 years his best friend was still paying lawyers and stuff to get him like out of jail like it was a lot but it's a good movie but lakeith does it for me every time and lakeith is very good looking that's true I love looking at Lakeith. I don't really like a slim, slim man like that. But but you know what's crazy? I love a slim man. Mm. That's crazy. A black slim man. Mm, it just don't do it for me. Oh, you we know, get to go. They got that like, drop. I'm talking about dry. It's, it's the bone. It's is. But they got that drop. I'm talking about down to the ankles, baby. Oh my God, Kanani! I was like, what are you talking about? Oh, that drop. <laughs> Down to the ankles. Okay. Yeah. Redeeming qualities. Yes. <laughs> but I'm gonna leave it there. But Lakeith is a very. That's why the girlies be man. checking in with Pete Davidson. Mm-hmm. But I I could never do Pete. I think on a dark day, I could. Very dark day. I think I could. Yeah. I think I'd be like ha 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 ha. <laughs> and then. So funny. <laughs> you come here often. You like my voice. Me and the audience at like Saturday Night Live, like <laughs> you're so funny, Pete. I'll be back here. I'll be back here. <laughs> I'm screaming. All right, on to my my final daddy of the day. Final daddy. Wrapping it up in a nice little bow. My Ooh. last daddy of the day. You've seen him. You've known him. Uh, you love them. Okay. He goes by four 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 pray. On TikTok, but his name is Prayang. Prayang? Prayong? Prayang. I think it's Prayang. Mm-hmm. He is leading the sassy man charge. Mm-hmm. He makes very funny TikToks. Say, say and he does you, a little hands. Uh, the way you act. It's where you act. It's where you act. The way you act. Yes. Yes. Please look him up. 444 Pray on TikTok. Yes. Watch a couple of his TikToks and you will see the vision. And he's hilarious. He is very wow. funny. And, he, and He's getting a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot more followers. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that it's going to his head. Yo. And so I'm enjoying it. I know. He's I- talking about some drink. I know such and such, um, such and such reposted my video. And I know Drake follows her. So what's up, Drake? <laughs> <laughs> he's Canadian. Yeah, he's from, a, he's from Toronto. So, you know. Mm-hmm. I could never date a Toronto man. Man, me either. And that's crazy. I'm glad you said that. Because I couldn't. I could not date a Toronto. They are up there. In height? No. Up there in ego. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was like, do you know something? I don't know about Toronto. Yes, the ego is there. The ego is there. The ego is there. It's true. And Drake is there. They're Grand Marshal. Just leading the charge. They're like, they're the shit. They know they're yeah. the shit. Yeah. And he, he moved from Toronto to New York. So it did not help. <laughs> I don't no. think it did. I'm talking about New York is the worst of the worst. Amen. Oh, true. But I like, I like cocky. If you have sides, yeah. you can't be cocky twenty four seven. You have to be like, you know, I want a a Rocher Ferrer. Like I want to like mm-hmm. peel the layer. Mm-hmm. I want to you know undo the you know the the cute pretty wrapping is your ego. Yeah. And when we come home, I want to be able to undo that rapping. You can act like a normal person, yeah. but you can be funny in the streets, mm. like, like an onion, like an onion, onion, like Shrek. I want steak and onions right now. That sounds good. That does sound good. 
That does sound good. Sunday dinner. Sunday dinner. <laughs> On that note, let me let me wrap this up so Kanata can get the fuck home and eat some food. I'm going to food lion. Real. <laughs> I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to chef it up tonight, I think. <laughs> Steak and onions. Steak and onions. There is a food lion down the road in either direction. You'll meet a food lion. That's the beauty of living in a family neighborhood. I gotta say. <laughs> okay, that'll that that's that'll be the top off of the podcast. We you know we did the man cave. We did the advice. We did some daddies. The whole the whole nine yards. Once again, I can't make any promises. Maybe you'll see me next week. Maybe you won't see me next week. I'm a busy guy. You know, I got a job. Um, I got bills to pay. But anyways, um. I will, uh, we're, oh, Kanadi. I'm like, how do I run this show? <laughs> do you have anything that you would like to promote before the end of the podcast? Um, I have my podcast and it's called A Drunk Bitch Safe Place. Where we get drunk mm-hmm. and we just talk our shit and it's a safe place. No judgment zone, anything. So y'all tune in soon because I'm going to be up next coming soon and of course when it's out i'm gonna do an episode and yes Best Believe is gonna i already been told him he has to do an episode you will be reminded but and you guys shout out to herman for inviting me oh, because i love this of course i'm a john i'm a stepdad now yes kanadi the stepdad yeah! <laughs> <laughs> all right well that'll be it for this episode we'll see you next time don't get an std bye <laughs>